You're listening to the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. My name is Kim Ludeman, and I'm here to help you overcome your confidence blockers so you can embrace your true self and show up bravely in your life. This is a space to find insight, encouragement, and support so you can be you bravely. With that, let's go to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I'm so excited that you're here. I took an entire week off of podcasting, and it was an unintentional break, and life just got crazy, and before I knew it, I didn't have an episode for the week, and it felt really weird to not be with you and to be absent from your presence because I feel like every time I step behind this microphone, I feel so connected to you, and I just, I really missed you, so... (laughs) Hi. Uh, If you're new to the show, my name is Kim Ludeman and I am a confidence strategist and I help women just like you live a life that they want rather than one that they think they should. And how I do that is I take a unique blend of personal styling and nutrition coaching and personal training and I put those all together and I help walk you through the process of what it looks like to embody confidence and to reveal your radiance. I love working with clients when I can help them by starting in their very own room, starting by cleaning out their closet. And I do this for a reason. The reason we start there is to help lighten the energetic load surrounding the clothes that you put on your body. After doing LuLaRoe for two years, they found that so much of your confidence is derived from what you put on your body, not just how your body looks. And so by getting rid of clothes that don't fit, that are worn out, out of date, don't really spark joy or even represent your personality, we get rid of those and we bless somebody else with them because I usually take them and donate them to Habitat for Humanity. And you get a fresh perspective on your closet and a fresh perspective on your style too. And then what I like to do is I like to take gals for personal styling sessions. And I do these through Mary Rose Northwest Boutique, which was started by my dear friend, Julie Allen. And she is incredible. She's, oh, she's so amazing. She was on the podcast a few episodes ago talking about self-compassion and how that literally saved her life. And So she started this boutique that's body positive, and it's all about helping women feel beautiful and knowing that they deserve to feel that way. She also started the Mary Rose Foundation, which goes to help women with eating disorder recovery costs. And part of Captivatingly Confident profits go toward that as well. So it's just so exciting to partner up with a fellow mob and somebody that is really striving to change 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 women's lives is such an important thing. So closet clean out, styling session, then we look at your nutrition and we see what's going on for you when it comes to food. And I think most people can raise their hands and say that they've got some disordered eating going on. Whether that's labeling food as good or bad, healthy, unhealthy, which we're going to talk about today giving your power away to food, feeling really confused when it comes to diets, all of that. We work on it all. 
And then finally, we move into working on movement. We do a physical assessment with your body and see where there are some structural areas. Maybe you had diastasis recti from having kiddos and your abs are split. We work on that. You know, we also work on muscular imbalances. Corrective exercises are like my jam. (laughs) I love helping women feel strong in their bodies in a way that feels really good. I rarely recommend gyms. I don't do like crazy hit workouts, but we do movement that's sustainable and really work on the mindset behind helping you understand what movement really is and how it can benefit you. Exercise and working out can actually be really harmful for your body and are definitely not the way to go when you want to lose weight, especially sustainable weight loss. That is not my recommended course for for anything. But making sure that you understand how movement impacts your body and how it makes you feel and to figure out how to do that for the long haul. So that that's kind of what I do, what the process looks like. And you can learn more at my website, captivatinglyconfident.com. And if you have any questions, let me know. I also have another announcement for you. I am hosting a free webinar. I'm so excited. Uh, for my new guide, Stop Shooting on Yourself. Yeah, stop shooting on yourself. It's a guide that I put together and I give you my secret weapon that I've used with hundreds, if not thousands of clients. And I tell you how to overcome the shoulds. So you can head over to captivatinglyconfident.com backslash free guide, or you can find it on the homepage. It's real easy. Grab that guide and then make sure that you go to the webinar section on the website and sign up and save your space for July 14th, which is a Sunday, 5 p.m. I'm going to be hosting a free online webinar. And I'm going to talk to you about the guide, about shoulds, and how to put this practice into actual everyday life. And I'm going to fill in some gaps and give you a little bit more information that the guide doesn't give you. So make sure that you save your space for that. Again, it's going to be July 14th at 5 p.m. PDT. I'm so used to saying PST, but daylight savings. So Pacific Daylight Time, which would be 8 p.m. EST or EDT. Ah whatever it is. So make sure you save your spot for that. It's going to be about 45 minutes. There's going to be a Q&A at the end where you can ask me any questions. And I'm really excited about it. I haven't done a webinar in a hot minute and I'm really looking forward to it. So make sure you grab your spot. Okay, that's it for announcements and introduction. Let's dive into today's topic. So one of the things that I hear most often is surrounding food and power. And when you assign food a label, whether that label is good or bad, healthy or unhealthy, nutritious, unnutritious, I mean, whatever words or labels you use, you give power over to the food. Because what that does is those labels create a hierarchy, right? And we esteem different foods and we give them different power structures, right? Like healthy foods are given this like, ah, oh, 
status, right? Where it's like, I know that I should eat my vegetables and fruits and that I should eat good fats and I need to eat healthy foods and clean foods and unprocessed foods and organic and free range and it on and on and on it goes. But then there's the flip side too where it's like, well, that's a that's an unhealthy food. French fries are unhealthy. Ice cream is unhealthy. Cookies, donuts, cakes, etc. Like these are unhealthy foods. And I shouldn't eat those. Those are like, womp, womp. <laughs> if I had to give these sound effects, that's the two that I would give. And that creates an enormous imbalance when it comes to food. Imagine a scale like the old school ones, right? With the two little hanging plates and you're stacking the little coins on there. It creates a real imbalance. And that imbalance takes away your power to make choices based on what your own body wants. Because then you eat according to how you should. Well, I should eat broccoli and vegetables and salad and gluten-free. Like, I should do that. But what I really want to do is I really want to eat these bad foods. I, I really want those. And there's this war that rages because you want to be good, you want to do good, you want to feel good. But these, oh, that cheeseburger, oh, those crackers, those chips, that ice cream, that milkshake, it feels good. You want it. And then as soon as you have it and you give in, you feel like crap. And you're like, great, I did it again. I'm a failure. And that shame starts to creep up and take over. Do you know what I'm talking about? That food shame where you know what you should be doing, but you do something else and you try to justify it, right? Like, well, I'm just really busy. I don't have enough time. I need things that are quick and easy for me to grab. Like, I don't have time to cook. I don't really like cooking. So this is just easier. And you justify it so that shame doesn't feel so bad. But really, that's not the answer. You don't need to justify your choices. And here's the thing about the shoulds, and we're going to talk about this in the webinar more in depth, is that in order to beat a should or to overcome a should, you have to flip it on its head. So for example, let's talk about, oh gosh, French fries. My kid is like 75% potato. (laughs) He loves French fries. Every time we go to a restaurant, do they have hamburgers and french fries? Every single time without fail. It could be 9 a.m. and we're going out to breakfast and he's like, yes, I'd like some french fries, please. How great is that? He has no shame about food. He has no labels. He has no hang-ups. He eats until he's full and then he's done. And he can get away with having french fries more often because he knows when to stop intuitively. Okay, so back to the shoulds. So we'll we'll take French fries. I shouldn't eat French fries. Flip it on its head. What's the opposite of that? I can eat French fries. In fact, not only can I eat them, I can have as many as I want to. I can eat French fries all day, every day. I can eat French fries for every single meal for the rest of my life. If I choose it, that's what happens. I do it. I can. I could. And that is a really, really, really important place to get to, is that place of recognizing that you have a choice. 
You actually have the power. Food doesn't have the power. You just give it to food by using labels. When you label something good, bad, healthy, and healthy, you're saying, in essence, this is what I've been told that I need to put these labels on food. Here's my power to make choices. I'm just a I'm just a participant here. I don't really have any ability to choose because really I should eat healthy. I should eat clean, but ugh, that's just not really what ends up happening. And that power struggle is exhausting. Am I right? Do you know what I raise your hand if you know what I'm talking about? That power struggle between what you should do and what you want to do? Holy guacamole. And again, it comes down to the shoulds and the labels. So with our French fry example, you can eat French fries anytime you want to. Whether it's 9 a.m., 11 p.m., you can have them whenever. Now, let's talk about consequences of that. If you eat French fries every single day for every single meal, we've all seen supersize me. We know what happens, right? If you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, what happens is this guy has McDonald's every day for three meals a day for like, I don't even remember how long. I think it was like a month. And he was craving vegetables. That's like all he wanted was vegetables after a little while. And he got sick of it. And he was unhealthy and his like blood pressure skyrocketed, his cholesterol went up, all these negative things that we want to avoid, right? But here's the rub, is that if you live in that place of fear and powerlessness, and you're like, well, I can't have French fries because that's what's going to happen to me. I'll lose control. I'll go nuts. I'll eat all the French fries. I'll eat them all day, every day, and I'm going to get super, super overweight and unhealthy. But do you see what happens? Can you catch it? You just gave your power to the French fries. You took away your ability to choose and to listen to your body. Because if you did eat French fries every day for all the meals, you would crave vegetables. Your body would override that desire and say, I need some nutritious food. I need some protein. I need some fiber. I need some complex carbohydrates. I need something nourishing. Your body will tell you and you'll learn. But it's terrifying to think about taking away these food labels and think, to think about the idea of eating whatever you want. Intuitive eating and mindful eating are two practices that I encourage my clients to really explore. And the idea here is that you eat intuitively and mindfully. I know, right? You couldn't tell by the title. <laughs> but you do this practice of listening to your body and eating the things that you want to eat. You take away labels and all food is on the same level. There's no hierarchy. There's no good, better, best. There's just food. A Snickers bar and a salad are on the same level. It's all calories. It's all food. And the idea is that you say you want the french fries and you're an intuitive, mindful eater. You go and you get the french fries and you put them down and you eat them. You take a french fry and you eat it and you savor it. You feel that crunchy, salty, soggy, carby yumminess, right? And your body just goes, oh yeah, 
that hits the spot. That's the good stuff. And you have another bite. And you pay just as much attention to it. And then you have another bite. And you eat until you're done. Not until the bag is gone, or maybe until the bag is gone, but until your brain says, you know what? I think I've had enough. And if you're like, Kim, my brain never says that. Sure it does. Sure it does. You just have tuned it out by distracted eating. Whether that's being on your phone or watching TV or driving, we use distraction to tune out that I'm all done signal. And the main way that it's communicated is through taste. If you're not hungry anymore or if you've had enough of something, the flavor profile changes. It's usually around three to five bites or three to five sips of something. Try it. If you're like, yeah, right, Kim, I doubt it. I dare you to try it. Seriously, sit down with your food of choice and have a few bites. Pay close attention to the texture. How does it feel in your mouth? How does it feel in your heart and your mind and your body as you're eating this food? the most forbidden food, and notice how the flavor changes because it does. I swear, Scout's Honor, okay? Try it and see. And as you practice this, you learn. And then as you learn, then you get to arrive at that place of moderation. So many of my clients, when we first start working together, they're like, I just, you know, I just want to do things in moderation. And it's like, yeah, but here's the thing with moderation. There's no standard for it. There's no standard. And my previous uh, boss that I worked with a few years ago, Kevin Geary from Rebooted Body, he used to say that moderation isn't the weapon that you wield. It's the prize that you win. You do this work of removing the labels, removing the shoulds, practicing this intuitive and mindful eating, and then you moderate. And then you have the French fries, but you're present with them. You're not shoving them in your face as quickly as you can and then feeling horrible five minutes later. You're not feeling guilty about it. You're savoring. You're being present. You're enjoying your food. You're not eating distractedly. You're there present. And that is when you can moderate and then your body will say, okay, I'm done. I want this. And you act in response to what your body wants and needs without fear, without the power struggle, without the shoulds or the labels. You guys, it's so freeing. Yesterday I had chocolate cake for lunch. Yeah, it was so good. I made this cute little birthday cake for my husband and I was home and I just really wanted to eat some of that chocolate cake. So I cut myself a slice. I put it on a plate, got out a fork, sat down, no phones, no nothing. And I ate that slice of chocolate cake and it was so good. It was delicious. I enjoyed every single bite. And when I was done, I was done. And then for dinner, I had I don't even remember. I think it was like a salad. But what the point is here is that you can practice choice and choosing. Then it's up to you. You're not cheating on a diet. You're not slipping up. You're not falling off the wagon. You're not getting off track because there is no track. And for some of you, that sounds terrifying. I understand that. I really do, especially in a culture that says, okay, let me give you these guidelines. Here's the diet plan. Here's the amounts. Just oh, just tell me what to eat and I'll do it. 
That is the number one phrase that I heard in the gym and doing online coaching that I've heard over and over and over again. I hear it every day. I heard it last week from a client. Just tell me what to eat and I'll do that. But friends, that doesn't work. It doesn't. That is why, statistically, when you lose weight doing a diet, 95% of the time you will gain that weight back because it doesn't work because there's still the power struggle. Right? And you have this little thing in your brain called the inner rebel. It's like a little teenager that kind of just takes up residence in your head. And when you say, I can't have that, I shouldn't have that, that teenager is like, say, what? And she gets pissed because she wants what she wants. And if you tell her no, then she rebels. And that's where you get the binge eating, the uncontrollable cravings, because you are still using this methodology of labels and shoulds to determine what you eat. And it's a battle. And friend, it's exhausting. Oh, it's exhausting. And it leads to a mistrust of your body. You can't trust yourself or your body to dictate the amount of food that you need. And friend, I've been there. Ten years ago, I was eating out of measuring cups and writing down all of my calories. My goal was to stay under a 1,000 calories a day. And I would eat out of measuring cups, and that's all I would allow myself to have. And now I have chocolate cake for lunch. Like, now it's completely different. My approach to food is one of freedom and exploration and fun. If you hate cooking, it's probably because you're trying to cook foods that are, quote, healthy. If you hate going grocery shopping, it's probably because you're filled with the shoulds. I should buy this, but I really want this. And the way to bring joy and fun and excitement and adventure back into your meals is to ditch the shoulds and the labels. And that is how you find freedom. You're not going to go off the deep end. And even if you do, and I love this, it's talked about in Mindful Eating, it's talked about this all the time, that even if you do go off the rails, say you do go nuts and you eat french fries every single day, it's not going to last very long because you can trust your body. Your body's going to be like, whoa, girl, you'll probably get sick. You'll probably be really tired and you're going to be craving foods that bring that energy and life back to your body, that nourishment. And you will self-correct. And it's one thing to try this on your own, I'm going to say that, but it's quite another to do this with a professional, someone that is trained in how to help you navigate these waters of getting rid of shoulds and labels. Because again, it is, it's hard to do on your own. And that's why I do what I do. That's why I'm passionate about helping women have the tools and the support necessary so that they can do this work. So that they can find freedom from the shoulds and the labels and that they can enjoy food and they can learn to trust their body so that they don't have to spend all their energy waging war against food. Because that is a waste of your time. You are incredible and you have so many more things to do with your life than to wage war against food. So much more. You've got kids to raise You've got a life to live. Maybe you have a business you're running. Maybe you have dreams of traveling, but you can't do any of these things 100% because you're sitting over here shooting yourself all the time. 
And I, I so want you to have freedom from that. So the takeaway is this. In order to take your power back from food and to start making choices that make you feel empowered and confident, you have to get rid of the shoulds around food and the labels that you put on it. Food is food. Calories are calories. We're taught that they're not created equal, but that causes that huge power struggle. So for sake of argument and for our purposes here of getting rid of the shoulds, food is equal and you choose what to fuel your body with. And you'll find what works for you. And I can help you find what works for you. That's, I love doing that. Because when you find out what works for you, oh, it just makes life so much easier. And you have so much more energy, vitality, joy, excitement, confidence, because you feel empowered by these choices that you're making with your food. And if you're like, Kim, I don't even know where to start. Start by going over to my website captivatinglyconfident.com backslash free guide. Grab my stop shooting on yourself guide. It'll walk you through the steps of how to begin this process. And if you've read that, or maybe you're a little further in your journey, or you're just ready and you're like, okay, I'm ready to do this thing. I'm tired of wasting my time trying to figure it out and feeling like a failure. I just need some help. I need some handholding. I need some support, some accountability. I want that. And I'm ready for that. If that's you, Let's talk. Send me an email, kim at captivatinglyconfident.com. I am happy to jump on a Zoom call or a phone call with you and see how we can work together to get you where you want to be so that you can experience the freedom from the shoulds in all areas of your life, not just food. It goes to every other area of your life and you'll see so much growth just by doing this work. Okay? Whew. As a lot. So if you're interested in learning more about mindful eating, you can Google search mindful eating, intuitive eating, also health at every size. Talks about those two principles a lot, and it's just so good. There's also a podcast episode with Jamie Magdick on the, the show where we talk about mindful eating as well. So Okay, friends, I'm so excited for you to hear this episode. I really want to hear your thoughts and feedback. Send me some emails. Let me know what you're thinking. Also, head over to the Captivatingly Confident Facebook group. That's where we carry on conversations and talk about what we're learning and experiencing. And I can't wait to see you in there. I'll see you next time.